Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Eric Hulkerin, and on this episode, we talk to Marissa Pierce from the Flint Institute of Arts. Marissa, how are you today? I am great. How are you? I am amazing. Thank you so much for staying, taking a couple minutes to sit and chat with us this afternoon. We are talking about the Flint Institute of Arts. Yes. You guys are open. And before we talk about all the amazing stuff that you guys have mm -hmm. going on, I want to start with this because a little background, you and I just met 19 seconds ago, so you wouldn't know this about <laughs> me. But I run a nonprofit that mm -hmm. allows at-risk children to experience the arts, uh, whatever form, right? Performing or otherwise. And so I want to ask you to kind of explain to people, especially at a time like this, mm -hmm. just how important the arts are for the human brain. You know, the arts are very important because studies have shown that, you know, museums and places of cultural, cultural centers and cultural activities really can help people to distress. And we often say that the FIA is a place that people can come for solace and relaxation, and it's a place of reflection, uh, particularly in a time like this when people may have concerns about social distancing or going to places and they're concerned about how safe they will be while they are there. Um, one thing that we have said since we reopened in early July is that we're a touchless environment where you can come and do all of those things. Um, you know, you have the opportunity to social distance within our galleries while also enjoying some amazing art and having the opportunity to just kind of kick back, come within our building and not think about what's going on outside of those walls. And so once you guys reopened, what was the response from the community? Obviously, you're one of the largest museums in the state, so a lot of people have interest in visiting you guys. But yes. when you opened, what, you know, what was that like for you guys? Um, it was exciting. You know, I think that everyone knows that we're in, we're in this together as a team. So we want to do what we can to make sure all of our fellow men and women and everyone is safe and that um, they're doing things safely. So when we reopened, we really took the time to figure out what that opening would look like. And we made sure that we installed new hand sanitizing stations all throughout the museum. We um, retooled our air filtration system. Uh, you know, we have markers on the floor so everyone knows to practice social distancing. We, we're asking people to wear masks and if they don't have them, then we'll provide them for those people. So, you know, one thing that we really um, found is that our community, the community of Genesee County and the city of Flint was excited that we reopened. Um, we had a lot of long-term, long-time patrons coming to the museum that day. So it's been exciting to see everyone kind of come back to normal a little bit or our new normal as i've been saying and enjoy enjoy the museum enjoy the fia one thing that i've noticed is we are getting a lot more young people which is exciting to me because we we want to make sure that everyone knows that this is their museum and that they're taking part of it so seeing a different audience is also exciting because we know that we're bringing back all of all of the people that that know us and they love us but we're also exposing the museum to people that may not have been here before which is amazing. And you guys have a couple of new exhibits that I want to talk yes, about, but, yes. but I also want to talk about art school because as the state is talking about mm -hmm. how to reopen schools and what that looks like, mm -hmm. you guys have some curriculum that's going on right now. Can you talk about what's yeah. going on with art school? 
So the uh, Flint Institute of Arts Art School runs year round. Uh, of course, we were closed during the, the stay at home order, but we reopened during the summer. We are at a limit capacity, but we have found that people are excited to get back to making art. One of the things about the FIA is that anything you see in the galleries, you should be able to make in our art school. So from ceramics to photography, glass blowing in our new glass blowing studio, people have the opportunity to make things that they've seen and that they've been inspired by. So with our summer classes, again, we've had somewhat of a reduced capacity, but we're already preparing the schedule for the fall. Um, and, it, and looking at ways that we can safely hold classes, allowing people to do the things that they love. And what is, what is that like? Like if you can do your best, because mm -hmm. again, I feel like, I forget whose quote this is, but uh, describing music is like yeah. trying to describe architecture. It's just kind of a mm -hmm. lost, it's, it's a lost <laughs> exercise. That said, yeah. I, I wonder if you could kind of put some words around what happens when someone walks into your amazing museum and then is able to go and create something that is in the same medium. So um, as someone, I, I grew up in this area, so I've always come to the FIA. I took classes as a child and I continue to take them as an adult. And it's really exciting to see a ceramic piece in the museum and then for example, go work on the wheel and you make your own uh, piece. You know, I've made pieces that I've given away as gifts. I, I've made bowls and plates and there's something so satisfying about eating off of your own plate. Um, you know, and I just, I, I eat off of it at least once a week and it goes in the dishwasher, but it's, it's cool to know that you made that. And so for people that are coming in to do classes here, again, you know, we're a touch-free environment once you step through the door. We're asking people to wear masks in the classes, but you know, we're allowing for social distancing and the opportunity for people to, to continue to engage in a way that they're used to. And so I think people will feel safe. Um, I think people will be safe. And again, it will give them somewhat a sense of normalcy, which I think we're all yearning for right now. Awesome. And so now let's talk about what is new at mm -hmm. the Institute. And, and we'll start yeah. with um, Black Matters. Can you talk about yeah. what that exhibit is like? And obviously at this moment in American yeah. history, it probably rings pretty true for a lot of people. Yeah. So Black Matters um, is a really great uh, collection. It is actually part of our permanent collection. And it is a series of print woodcuts um, that are created by artist Matthew Weed. Uh, and they are based on real individuals that were killed or injured by police officers or armed vigilantes. So it definitely um, resonates with everything that is currently going on in our country right now. Uh, he recently added to the suite of pieces. So he has added Ahmaud Arbery, George Floyd, and Breonna Taylor to the series. So we're very excited um, to have this on view for people to look at. One thing that we say at the museum is that art speaks. And so we want our collection any of the exhibitions that we bring, we want them to speak and to resonate with people and to really um, touch on things that are going on in our lives because we know it's important. It's something that we want people to recognize. We want it to be thought provoking. We want it to perhaps open up dialogue, which is why uh, August 19th, we will be hosting a virtual Q&A with the, with the artist. Uh, that people will be able to participate in. So, you know, again, we, we frequently say at the FIA that the collection and the art speaks for us. And that is something we are able to do with Black Matters. That's amazing, totally amazing. And then the other one is the Great Lakes Cycle. Can you talk a little yes. bit about that one? Again, another very relevant exhibition. Um, it really speaks to the importance of our environment, um, ecology, the importance of fresh water, 
which for so many people in Flint is still very relevant with what happened with the water crisis here. So it's really a great exhibition. One thing that I've noticed going through the galleries is the lighting is very interesting in this exhibition. And it almost makes you feel like you're, you're underwater. You get this very um, serene feeling walking through the exhibition. And because the pieces are so large, uh, you're almost transported into them. So it's a very beautiful exhibition as well. I think it really um, will give people some ideas. It really um, kind of sparks an interest for you thinking about our waterways and the Great Lakes and really how great they are and how important they are to, to us as a state. The question kind of off of that that I want to talk about because I'm fascinated by artists who create a piece and then walk into the space where it's going to be exhibited and then go, oh, here's here's how I can kind of accentuate these pieces mm -hmm. in the space. Can you talk a little bit about how the ability to get lost in those is also helpful right now? You, you talked mm, about the respite of, yes. of just going yes. to the FIA, but then when you walk into a piece like the Great Lakes Cycle, mm -hmm. I feel like you could be there for an hour or two and just kind of go, oh, yeah. I've, I've been here for a minute and I had a chance for my brain to kind of reset and take this moment in. Oh, definitely. Uh, it's, it's definitely one of those exhibitions where you could get lost in there. Uh, you could take time looking at every piece and really, you know, you could say within an hour, I can't believe I've been in here in an hour. And something like that is important right now. You know, people have frequently talked about how socially distancing is affecting people or how not having your normal routine is affecting people. So I think this exhibition, as well as Black Matters um, and Beauty and Pain photographs by Natalia Edmott, they're all exhibitions that really allow people to um, turn off, you will, everything that's going on in the world right now. Even with Black Matters, because it's so relevant, um, it still kind of transports you somewhere else. Um, it's so very moving. And I think that you get that from all three of the new exhibitions that although they are relevant, you really have this opportunity to come within the museum and really just disconnect. And I think that's something that everyone really needs right now, um, whether it's thinking about the environment or you're thinking about the, the virus that all of us are dealing with right now. Sometimes you just need that getaway. You need that opportunity, like you said, to just to decompress and to de-stress. And so the three exhibitions really do that. Um, I definitely think Great Lakes Cycle is one where you're transported, you really are. And I think that it will have that impact for people where it will allow them to relax in a way that maybe they haven't been able to do the last three or four months. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the FIA and, and what you guys are doing virtually, because there still might yes. be people that want to interact with you guys, but yeah. might not be quite comfortable coming into a closed space, no matter how diligent you guys are, which mm -hmm. I'm sure obviously you are, right? Yes. So definitely check out our website, flintarts.org. Um, we have a number of programs available there. There are virtual tours. Uh, we have a number of, uh, of lectures available that people can check out, really cool lectures. Uh, our education department has done both spring and summer programming that people are able to take a view of. Um, that includes yoga videos, art projects that you can do at home. We are also doing uh, FIA at Home, which is an email, weekly email newsletter that allows people to interact with us in that way. Um, it provides you with updates on special events we may be having um, or any other activities. And definitely check out our social media. We're always posting there. It's a great opportunity to know what's going on with the FIA. You learn more about our exhibitions. You learn more about things like the glass blowing demonstrations that we started back up on Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, we're even doing late nights on our patios on Fridays in July and August. 
So it's an opportunity for those that may not be comfortable with coming in the museum quite yet to check out what we have going on online and then maybe checking out what we have going on Friday nights on our Palette Cafe. So, you know, we have a lot happening both virtually and in person, and we want people to use whatever avenue is comfortable for them right now. As the organization has had to figure all of these things out, like placements on the floor and new hand mm -hmm. sanitizers and, and, you know, day in and day out, everything shifts and moves. Yeah. How are you navigating through this? As a, like, how are you doing? What, what has this been like mm -hmm. for you? And how do you do great work at making sure people can experience the FIA mm -hmm. and still kind of find some space for yeah. your own mind to go, <sighs> Um, I have to say, we worked from home from March until early June when the governor lifted the stay at home order. And for me, being back in the museum has really, um, I think, been helpful because I have the opportunity to walk in the galleries. You know, if I'm having a moment during the day where I just need to walk away, I can do that. And I can go to a really calming and happy place to do that. I can just walk downstairs and I can be in the galleries. Um, I think for us, you know, pretty much all of us, I think not just the people that work at the museum, but you and your listeners, we're all looking for the opportunity to just kind of not think about what's happening. And so for me, I mean, I take classes at the art school as well. Uh, you know, and just being at home and being with my family, I think that's something that we've all learned to cherish a little bit more with everything that's happening. I think people have really learned that being with their families, um, spending time outdoors, looking for just those little things that can kind of give us a glimmer of hope and a glimmer of happiness. We're, we're looking for those things. And if it's the FIA for some, then that's even better. So I'm going to ask you for a pro tip then as we wrap this one up. Obviously, yes. you, know, you know the space better than probably anybody who's <laughs> listening to this. Is there a place that you love to go that's kind of your spot to kind of reconnect that you go, I'm going to go over here because most people don't go here and this is where mm -hmm. I get energy from? I'm going to tell you, it, it varies. Um, I love going into the Bray Gallery with the Bray Tapestries because to me, it's very calming. It's a very expansive space. But if I'm feeling really happy and I just, I've got a good groove going, I love going in the glass wing because I tell people it changes all the time. If it's a cloudy day, it looks different. If it's a sunny day, it looks different because it's one of the only spaces in the museum that gets natural light. Uh, there are skylights in there. So the glass almost dances and interacts in a way with the light that changes how things look every time you go in there. And if it's a really nice day, um, I like to go into the Haran Sculpture Courtyard because we can go outside there and you really, you, you know, you can get some good selfies, you can get a couple good <laughs> outfit of the days there with some of the great sculptures that are out there. So those are kind of my three, my three main places that I like to check out. Awesome. Marissa, you are an absolute joy to spend some time with today. Thank you. Uh, if people want to reach out to the museum, run through the way that they can connect with you. You can go to our website. It is flintarts.org. Uh, you can also give us a call, 810-234-1695. You can connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're even on LinkedIn. Um, and those are all the ways that you can connect with us. And you can find out all the information from our opening times. We're open Monday through Sunday from 10 to 5 p.m. Or you can even, uh, you know, check us out in any of those ways to find out what you need to about new exhibitions, our opening times, closing times, the cafe, the museum shop, everything FIA you can find out there. Marissa Pierce from the FIA, thank you so much for the time thank today. Thank you. Get back to doing your thing. 
Thank you. You have a great day. And there she goes. A special thanks to Marissa Pierce from the Flint Institute of Arts for joining us. As always, if you're a Genesee County resident, you can get into the Institute for free every single day. They're open Monday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Sundays from 1 to 5. As always, have an awesome week. We'll talk again soon. I'm Eric Hulkerin, and this is the Michigan's Best Podcast.